Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony, a news magazine show featuring human interest, in the spotlight, movers and shakers, and the news and happening that affect all of us in and out of the ACB community. Well, good afternoon. Happy Sunday. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday edition. Um, I'm your host, Anthony Corona. I am calling in from Miami, Florida, and this is a celebration of bright moments of 2020. I know it's been a very hard year for most, if not all of us, and I wanted to go out changing up the narrative. So dealing with a pandemic, an election cycle that just never seems to end, and um, I started thinking, uh, and I wanted to say thank you very much for the uh, notes that I got from uh, being away last week. Uh, in my family, I'm dealing with a couple of different uh, issues, and, and my mom had some lung surgery. She's doing well. So those of you who reached out, thank you so much. Um, and uh, so I've been reflecting for the last couple of days on uh, what, you know, what does 2020 mean, and, and what do I want to go into 21 thinking about. And, um, you know, I figured let us all share, let us all get together and, and have, uh, have some good, some good sharing of some bright spots of this past year. If you are listening and you'd like to join the call, the zoom information with phone numbers and the links are on the leadership list and both radio lists. It's also in the Facebook community group. So please feel free to join us. Uh, I am being manned and engineered by Byron Lee. As always, Byron, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. So, do you want to go first? Well, sure. I suppose I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so, I'm uh, sorry. I just, I literally woke up like half an hour ago because I was up all night long watching Little Shop of Horrors with my friends and uh such a good movie but oh my goodness we were up until the sun was up so yeah sunday morning is a little slow for me <laughs> suddenly seymour that's right yeah yes. what a great movie well <clears throat> 2020 has been kind of a weird year for me and i've told the story on numerous occasions in various places but i'll give you guys kind of the short version of it um so, uh, you know, quarantine kind of quarantine was weird for me because I'm used to going out every day. I, I work with uh, seniors, teaching them how to use their technology. So I, I'm used to going out every day and uh, working with people face to face. And even though I can be a bit of a, you know, a bit of an introvert um, to some degree, being forced to sit inside all day long was hard for me. Um, and I had just gone through like a really bad breakup. So I'm sitting there just really depressed, really struggling to get through this quarantine. And, um, I'm sitting there binge watching that 70s show. And I'm just like feeling bad about myself because I had just been through a bad breakup and life was just really hard. Um, and, um, I'm sitting there just like thinking about all the things I could have done differently and blah, blah, blah. And, um, 
I finally just realized, I just like woke up and I just realized, man, you know, this quarantine, if it's taught me one thing, it's that I don't have that much time on this earth. It's short, you know? I I could catch the I could catch the coronavirus. I could I could I could have COVID nineteen and wind up on a ventilator like next week if if I do the wrong thing, and so it just kind of made me like uh, take stock in, in in my life. And so um, uh, I had been closeted as bisexual for a really long time and just kept everything really quiet, <clears throat> um, and uh, didn't know how to deal with that in my life. I I was like super you know not not sure how to not sure how to deal with this aspect of myself a lot of fear of coming out and all that and so um i finally i finally just made the decision to live my life authentically in the best way that i can so i went searching around for um resources and i had known about b flag back when it was b flag and so i searched for a bpi and uh joined their their uh informal hangouts that they do on zoom and then I became a member and then I started working on the Pride Music Show and then I started doing Sunday Edition for Anthony and, and doing Pride Connection for BPI. And um, my 2020 went from, I don't know what I'm going to do sitting at home during quarantine all by myself with nothing to do and no one to hang out with to, oh my God, I am up to my ears in, in projects for ACB. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah 2020 while it started off really rough for me it actually is probably one of the more memorable years in my life because so much changed in 2020 yeah so i'm getting a frog in my throat uh so much changed in 2020 for me well byron is going to be manning the controls uh he will be watching for raised hands all throughout the program. If you want to share some bright spots of 2020, please join Sunday edition. And Byron, you're one of my bright spots. BPI is one of my bright spots. ACB itself is one of my bright spots. So thank you so much for being my friends, being my uh, partner in crime for Sunday edition. And uh, I am going to ask you to please unmute Dan Spoon because I know that he has got some stuff going on today. So I want to get him up and, and going first. Dan, welcome to Sunday Edition, and I think uh, we have a special little message first before we talk about what's been bright for you this year. We do, Anthony. We have to wish Leslie Spoon a happy birthday. Today's her birthday, so. Happy, happy, happy birthday, First Lady (laughs) Leslie. (laughs) So, she is uh, is, uh, enjoying her day, so, yeah. And I hope that you have something very special lined up for as soon as you get off this call. Um, why don't you tell us about what's been bright for you this year? Well, this is, uh, as Byron says, such an, an unconventional year. I, you know, it's, um, I, you know, personally got elected to be president of the American Council of the Blind in 2019, you know, and you, you're always focused on, you know, your first year and what's going to happen. And, and who knew that, that, uh, you know, anything could be like this, uh, for a first year. And so it was, uh, I, uh, you know, it, it, it was so unique, the things we had to do with having our first virtual convention. And now this coming year, we're going to have our second virtual convention and, people were depressed about it and it turned out to be 
just a wonderful positive for our organization. I think the combination of the community events and the virtual convention have just taken ACB to a a new level of support and compassion and caring for each other. And it's just been remarkable. Uh, you know, it's it's under some really uh, difficult circumstances, but our community has has just come together and blossomed in, in a really very difficult time. So it's it's just uh, nobody wants to deal with COVID nineteen and the virus, but I tell you, it's it's uh, um, it, it's been the jump start that ACB needed. I think. Absolutely. And, and I definitely did want to talk about the community calls a little bit. I know Eric Bridges is going to join in. Byron, if he is in the waiting room, promote him as well. Um, there's so many people responsible for the community calls, all the affiliates, all the staff of ACB itself. But, mm-hmm. you know, ahead uh, in the head of the pack, of course, is Cindy Hollis. And um, she had an intern for a couple of months, Nat, who also put in a lot of work. Dan is president of ACB mm-hmm. to Cindy, Nat, and then everybody else, every single facilitator and host and um, streamer. What do you uh, What do you want to say to them? For, uh, well, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and it's, uh, you know, the amazing thing about the community events is that so many people have risen to the occasion. And it's really blind people helping other blind people and visually impaired folks, right? I mean, we, we had no host. We had people who really struggled to even feel comfortable getting on the Zoom platform. And now here we are hosting, you know, 80 calls a week on the Zoom platform with, what, 40 different Zoom hosts that are, that are fully trained to to uh, lead the conversations with folks like Byron who have all stepped up and become broadcasters and, uh, you know, streamers uh, for a whole new ACB communities channel that has been created. So it has just been a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, undertaking and experience. And it's really all of us working together to lift the boats, lift, lift the water, lift the ocean for all of us. And so it's, it's something that as a collective body, we should be just so, so proud of. Um, like I said, Anthony, I think what we accomplished there, plus what we were again able to accomplish with the virtual convention, again, with all of us as volunteers, plus our ACB staff, you know, to be able to go and create, you know, eight days of a really top-notch convention with, uh, you know, 108 breakout sessions and five concurrent streams on ACB radio. I saw the other day, what is it, 230-something podcasts that got created out of the convention. Uh, just, uh, you know, an amazing amount of work from so many people. And, and all the Two things to me, Anthony, new people who, who learned about ACB for the first time, and then so many people who've gotten re-engaged, you know, mm-hmm. who kind of drifted away, maybe knew a little bit about ACB, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago, and now have come back and have come back in such a big way and are so proud to be a member of the community. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think, you know, I'm taking it upon myself to speak for ACB at large, but we also want to give a, you know, a thanks back. You let us through a really impressively hard and interesting year as president. So from ACB to you, thank you for being a bright spot. And since we had the little technical glitch, let's do our little message again. Oh, we're yeah, celebrating. We, we got to <laughs> wish uh, Leslie Spoon a happy birthday today. So uh, <laughs> she's, uh, you know, enjoying her day and uh, she deserves it. She's She's been feverishly working to get all these uh, auction items shipped since the holiday auction to support ACV Radio uh, two weeks ago. So they're all either delivered or in progress of being delivered. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that participated in that. It raised over $19,000 for ACB radio and it was just a whole lot of fun and excitement. Well, Dan, thank you for taking a few minutes on Leslie's birthday to pop in and uh, talk about some bright stuff for 2020 and ACB. What do you, uh, what do you want everyone to take into 2021 before you go? Oh, wow. You know, well, and I, uh, you know, uh, as a, as the, one of the fortunate things you get to do as the president is do a, you know, a, a Braille forum uh, message every month. So, so my, me- my message for January is really, you know, uh, to, to think about, uh, you know, your new year's resolutions and, uh, you know, what, what we have to look forward to in 2021. And so, you know, always you can continue to, you know, rekindle relationships with old friends and learn something new and, uh, you know, figure out how to budget your money for the first time or try to get a little bit healthier. So there's so many things out there and it's such an exciting time for ACB uh, with the new budget that was approved by the board this year. We're going to be hiring a new uh, communications manager. And I think that's going to be a huge a shot in the arm for our organization, uh, as well as a full-time administrative assistant in the Alexandria office. We'll be replacing Claire Stanley's position. That'll be first and foremost out of the shoot. And so just a lot of really exciting things going this year. We've already started uh, the planning for, for the 2021 uh, convention and uh, even had to already make a change on the fly and move it up one week so we wouldn't be in competition <laughs> with the Olympics this year so you know who knew Olympics in 2021 right you just gotta you gotta continually think out of the box so if I would say anybody anything Anthony is let's all keep dreaming let's all keep thinking of what's possible and uh, remember that ACB is, is there to, to help in any way we can to make it happen. And, and ACB is really all of us helping each other. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Dan. Wish Leslie a happy birthday from all of us. And uh, give her a big old ACB kiss. Thank oh, you. we'll do it, Anthony. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys have a good day. Have a great show. Thank you. Byron, do we have Eric on yet? I'm here. Hey, Eric. Welcome to Sunday Edition. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. You you heard uh, the the, uh, conversation I was having with Dan. We definitely want to highlight the community calls, but um, what else are you uh, bright about 2020? What will you remember as a bright spot for this year? Uh, well, uh, frankly, the the team of people that I have the 
the pleasure to to work with every day. Um, you know, we we went virtual in uh, mid March for over three months, and uh, you know, it's it's safe to say that all of the uh, the work that we did just intensified over that period of time. Um, one really nice thing is that all of our technology worked uh, with us being remote. And so we were able to be extraordinarily productive, but, you know, when we, when we started in, you know, mid-March working remote, that was literally like the third week that Tony Stevens was on the job as development director. Uh, and, and so navigating, uh, you know, the, the, the fundraising component of ACB through this period was, I think it's safe to say it was challenging, but ultimately, um, you know, with the community events uh, beginning to flourish and, and folks seeing the, the real value in them, um, it, it really assisted us um, with regard to, you know, going out and, and seeking, uh, you know, dollars to, to fulfill our mission. And it has been a very good year um, with regard to that. I think, you know, all the work that obviously Cindy's been referenced a, a lot and, um, you know, she is um, credited with really helping to, to build and, and nurture uh, this virtual community that we've built. A lot uh, though of this is technology oriented. So whether you're talking about the Zoom calls or the, you know, the Zoom platform for community events or the convention, you know, we, we migrated uh, all of our digital assets into the, into the Microsoft Azure cloud earlier this year, which is actually a very big deal. It's not sexy, but it's a big deal um, to, to have our, our assets, uh, acb.org, acbradio.org, uh, moved into an enterprise uh, cloud environment. Um, yeah and not be in an unstable environment where things would fail, um, which had been happening as I'm sure most of the listeners have experienced with our websites <laughs> in the past. And, you know, we're, we're in the midst of migrating to groups.io for our, our mail, uh, which is gonna be another big step. So, you know, my, you know, my role in all of this is just to, to really look at what is needed for for the, the broader organization to be able to function well. And a lot of that has to do with the people that we hire and the roles that they have. And from Tony Stevens to Clark Rockfall, um, to, to Kelly Gask, to Sharon Levering, uh, to Claire Stanley, whose last day was on Friday, um, as well as um, you know, folks, folks like Nancy Becker, our CFO, who does way more than just financial work. Um, she truly, uh, is involved in most facets of the organization, uh, but sort of on the back end, um, managing the logistics of many things. Uh, and, and Nancy Fula and Wayne Waters. And you're hearing my Noah. Noah oh. is trying to do all the dangerous things that he can while I'm on the phone here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very thankful for my team and, and really um blessed that they're they're smart talented and they're, and they're dedicated um you know they 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 go the extra mile and uh 
as Dan referenced earlier, we're going to grow the team some next year, which I think is a great thing. And it's going to enable us to be able to, to do more for the membership, which is what we always ought to be striving to do. So. Absolutely. And I'm going to take the opportunity as I did with Dan um, to thank you on behalf of ACB and as some most people that are listening know, I, I had the opportunity for an internship, which just ended on Friday as well. Um, so thank you for for giving me that opportunity and working so hard to develop me. And um, but on behalf of of ACB at large and some and the staff members, thank you for leading us. Um, it's been an incredible year. Well, you're you're most welcome, and, and it was great getting to know you. Um, over the the spring and and summer and and into the fall anthony and uh, you know I, I really appreciate your your work in helping to create our blog acb voices um and uh, also the the interest that you took in the grant writing component of the work that we do and working uh, very closely with tony stevens and joanne bailey page our grant writer um it, it has been hugely helpful uh for us uh, to have an extra set of uh, ears and hands <laughs> and an extra brain to, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to, you know, help us as, I mean, I think you observed it um, when you came on, uh, the, the workload intensified this year for us yeah. as, as a part of uh, being successful, which is awesome, right? I mean, you know, success begets success and then the avalanche of work is there and you, you know, you, you figure out ways to, to pick at that mountain. And, um, there was certainly a lot. And, uh, the, 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 the stuff that you did with the, um, Thanksgiving, um, uh, the, the, what was it? The Thanksgiving table, the ECB family table. Yeah. The, there you go. Um, <laughs> that was, that was a really cool idea that you had to, that came to fruition and it took some logistical uh, gymnastics to make it happen, but it was, it was excellent. I received a lot of very positive feedback from that video from, um, from a lot of our corporate partners actually. And, and we did the, the thank you shows with uh, Tony and I, and then Tony and Dan, and we actually had some corporate partners. I'm not sure if you guys are aware that joined those. Um, uh, so it wasn't just our own members that came. Um, we had folks from 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 companies that are supporters of ours come and and listen and also participate. So very cool. Well, I I loved um, you know the community just jumped up and there were so many events once we announced we were doing it and then all day Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Eve it just it warmed my heart to hear everybody's stories and. And that everybody stepped up to take, you know, to take time to be together um, throughout the holidays. So thank you. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. And thank you for joining Sunday Edition today. Uh, give that baby a big kiss from all of us. And um, happy holidays, Eric. Thank you. Well, thank you. And actually, he's, he's one of the biggest bright points of the year for me, getting to know him. He's going to be uh, a year next week on the 19th. And so he was born literally all the darkness and it's been very fun and, and cool to get to know him better as he's gotten older and more mobile and more dangerous. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's playing with my shoe. 
Oh, fun. He was sucking on my shoe. That's gross. Anyway, but yeah, hey, happy holidays, Anthony. And uh, we look forward to you continuing to be involved with us here in the new year. So, Oh, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Happy holidays to you and uh, Rebecca, Tyler, Noah. Thanks for joining Sunday Edition. Absolutely. Take care. Well, Eric mentioned JoLynn, and she is definitely one of the bright spots for me this year. JoLynn, why don't you unmute and say hello? Hi, I am unmuted now and was was listening to Eric's. Noah is definitely a bright point. I mean, how can you not brighten up and smile when you hear a baby's voice like that? It's just yes. So, um, but I'd, I'd like to start out by thanking you, Anthony, for becoming part of the team during your internship. I don't know what we would have done without you during the summer as, as the campaigns were developing and particularly with regard to, to looking at the grant work we do, you know, having your input on some of the foundations and ideas for reaching out and for taglines for certain things. And I'm glad that you volunteered to help a little bit further with a couple of the grant related items because I treasure I treasure your your ideas and the work that you've done for us. So starting off by saying Yes, Anthony Corona is a bright point for me this year, definitely. You are one of the brightest points for me too. Getting to know you and working with you um, is absolutely wonderful. And and I think we both want to thank Tony, right? Absolutely. I don't think he's on right now, but um, just uh, taking the entire development program, um, aligning it with the the um, mission and goals as ACB, um, you know, develops further and really putting some terrific energy and innovative, innovative ideas uh, as we go forward. So um, it's been a lot of fun, very exciting. And uh, so taking that, you know, looking into 2021, there, you know, that future is already shining brightly. Um, you know, we've got so much going on and we can look forward to to a lot coming out of this very dark year. Um, I ran across an article and I, I cannot place the source. Um, I will find it eventually. And the tag, the lead on the article was, do you have an exit? What is your exit plan for the pandemic? And I thought, what an intriguing, you know, idea. What does that yeah. mean? I never thought about you know, sort of coming out of the darkness into light or coming out of the desert into an oasis. But it was almost like the article challenged us to look back at the year and see the impact on our lives, other people's lives, and what we plan to do going forward. Kind of like the second chance. What do you do when you've been given a second chance at life? And and it's not, in in some cases, for people, that's, that's literal. Um, as they've dealt with health issues, but just looking at, at, you know, December as an exit into something really, really expansive and um, positive, you know, what, what are we all doing to move forward into the new year? Not just resolutions, but what is that year going to look like for us when the vaccines are 
have taken effect and restrictions are lifted and we start, you know, we come out into the open and kind of open our ears and eyes and blink at each other and say, wow, what do we do next? And I guess for me, ACB is already well on its way to doing that with, with new programs, with the community calls and the, you know, the activities that have come out of those calls just seem to be growing and growing. So that's a bright point too. Um, just thinking about all the opportunities that lie ahead going into the new year. But um, I'm trying to think of other bright points for me this year. I, I December 11th marked the anniversary of my actually moving from Washington DC and the DC metro area out to California. So I have been a West Coaster now for a, a full year and had just gotten started, you know, establishing friendships and found a church and a choir to join and, and then boom, the pandemic descended. So um, I think like most of us, we find ways to stay connected and um, family and friends and Technology has been a bright point, I think, for me, for everybody in, in making sense of the last year. But I would say just the, the friendships, family, and uh, all of the opportunities within ACB and the wonderful people who are not only colleagues, but friends. Yeah, you know, there, there are a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but there are, are quite a few people behind the scenes, um, ACB staff that yeah. work so hard and so diligently. And, you know, they're not really, they're not really in the front of the programming. Like Eric was, was talking about Nancy March Becker. I remember oh during convention, she was all over the place. And when BPI had a couple of things that we needed, she was right there. She hosted some things for us. And, and you're one of the people that, you know, we hear your name. I know before I, I started the internship, I, I had heard of you, but I didn't really know much about you. Um, but if everybody out there knew how much this lady does and how passionate she is for ACB, um, I am so privileged, so absolutely privileged to call you my friend. So thank you for A, working with me, B, liking me, and C, coming on to Sunday Edition to share some bright spots. Can I do a shout out to one of those unsung people too? Um, you can do a shout out to as many people as you want. This is all about positivity. I'm continue that. Um, let's not forget Janet Dickelman, who Janet Dickelman, yes. her, we would not have had that virtual convention, you know, and she's already hard at work on this coming year's. Um, gosh, um, who are the other folks behind that? Rick Morin. Um, the whole staff in the ACB Minneapolis office, Lane, um, Erica, Nancy, Erica, and Nancy, Nancy Christine, yeah. Nancy Fila. Um, yeah. It's just uh, phenomenal. And uh, the number of times we, we touch base throughout the, the day, the month, um, but it, it really is a huge team. Um, and then the members, affiliates, and, uh, you know, Kind of watch, haven't we watched the affiliates get stronger this year? No. So I'm asking everyone, what um, what do you want everyone to take into 2021? Mm -hmm. Is Sheila out there? I think Sheila's got. 
Yeah, so I do see a couple hands up. I do see um, Sheila and also uh, foreign. Someone's got a name of foreign language. I'm not sure who that is, but whoever you want to take well, first, Anthony. Let's uh, let's go from one favorite lady to another favorite lady. My uh, Florida yep. Council of the Blind President <laughs> Sheila Young, friend of the Sheila, show. Sheila, I just, Hi. I just muted you right after you unmuted yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you should be able to unmute yourself here, Sheila. I clicked on mute there. You All go. right, Byron, leave the key alone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good afternoon, Anthony. You know, I'm sitting here listening to Dan and Eric and Joe Lynn, and it's funny because, you know, you look back on this year, and Florida was the first state to do a virtual convention. Yes, Florida we was the first one to be on your Sunday edition show. <laughs> there were first all over the place with Florida. So I, I just, you know, I'm so proud of what has happened in Florida this year, even though we've been challenged with some very difficult things. Um, I, I agree that Florida has gotten stronger. I, I believe we've gotten stronger. Our executive committee has been in office for two and a half years, and we were all, almost all of us, were new officers, and we have become a very good team of collaboration and working together, and a lot of it is because of this, this year's um, events that we didn't have control over. And we did our first hybrid mid-year board meeting in November, which was very successful. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I just, you know, I've been hosting, I'm getting ready to do my 20th recipe call on the community calls. And I'm a Zoom trainer and I'm a Zoom host. And who would have ever thought <laughs> So there has been a lot good come out of this year. Not that I would have wanted it to be this way, but you know what? It, it's been it, it's been a good experience, and FCB, ACB, all of the affiliates, we've all gotten to know each other so much better that we would not have been able to do if we had been at a convention once a year. So the friendships that have been made, the connections, the relationships have just been uh, fantastic. So You mentioned the recipe swap, and thank you so much for stepping up without any questions to do an ACB Family Table special edition. But um, tell, us, tell us about doing the recipe calls and, and, and the feeling and the beauty, you know, you guys, you have regulars that are there every single call and, and how beautiful it is to touch, touch base once a week with, with these folks and, and uh, what it means for you. It's been inspiring. Um, you know, I also did a divorce chat, which I have decided to put on hold for a while because I think that has um, run its course for now. But, you know, the recipe calls, it's so much fun because somebody comes on every other week and if they're not there every other week, then you reach out to them and like, 
what happened? You weren't there. We missed you, you know. So it's become a recipe family. We we've just um we laugh, we cut up. Some of them have been streamed, but not all of them. It's a very laid back atmosphere. And you're right. I have regulars that call in every other week and the documents that I have put together, thanks to their help and, and my putting it together, we're hoping eventually that we will be able to put them on ACB website somewhere so that everybody will be able to see the productivity. But I'll tell you the one thing that came out of one of our calls that made me feel so good. One of my regulars said on the call that she works with independent living skills with adults of all levels of ability. And she said it was so much fun for her because she takes the recipes to her classes and those that have minimal skills do the simple recipes and those that are a little more able do the more difficult ones. And she said, they're having so much fun with the different recipes. And that just warmed my heart. <laughs> Absolutely warmed my heart. So, yeah. it, you know, I, when I, when they asked me to do this, I said, yeah, I'll do it. And I thought I was going to do one and out. Well, <laughs> Wednesday night is the 20th. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't see them stopping anytime soon because I have anywhere from 20 to 40 people on every call. So that's just phenomenal. Well, I definitely want to highlight two more things as far as Florida is concerned. Um, Jim Crott, who is a board member and an awesome guy. I also count him as a friend, did some amazing work for years that, that uh, came to fruition this year some voter stuff. Do you want to just say a, a moment of something about that real quick? Yes. The, the team that worked so hard, especially Jim, um, led us to be able to have an accessible vote by mail ballot this November. And it was the easiest thing to do and the easiest website to, and the ballot was so simple to fill out. And I just want to send a huge thank you to him and the hours and effort that he spent on it. Um, there were several other people on the team, and I'm I'm not going to mention their names because I'll probably forget somebody and I'll hurt feelings, so I'm not going to do that. But yeah, you know, I'm only mentioning. Yeah, too. yeah. He he led he led the fight, and I, you know, and he's been leading the fight for a long time, and so it was very appreciative. And I tell you, a lot of people used it and loved it, and you know, it gave us. The, to be on the same level with our sighted peers because they can vote any way they wish and we should be able to do the same. So it was a phenomenal step for Florida. So, And Florida has an amazing leadership team, both, you know, the board, the executive, but also um, coming up, we're not going to be able to do a leadership week and, or weekend, excuse me, in um, D.C. this year. So it's all going virtual and we had to reimagine and Florida is stepping up to do another first. Yeah. Um, and January 11th, we're doing a community call for all of ACB to participate in to talk about the legislative virtual seminar and what all is going to take place. And you have been instrumental in that, along with Debbie Grubb and the rest of the team. 
So I, I want to say thank you to you and thank you to Debbie and thank you to everybody that's working so hard to make that happen. I think there again, Florida is going to be a first. <laughs> <laughs> so I could not be more proud of the work that Florida Council has done through this whole entire year. It's been challenging, but I genuinely feel that... Um, We've worked harder this year to try to keep things going than we would have ever done. So I want to send a huge thank you to all of the presidents, the members, the committee members, the executive committee, the executive board, all of them. I just want to send a huge thank you to. Absolutely. So any last thoughts before I go on to another caller? And thank you so much for taking time out of Sunday to come here and give us some bright spots. Well, you are very welcome. Um, any other final thought? I just want everybody to move forward and think positively. It, we're going to get through this. You know, our country has been dealing with many issues through the centuries. And this has been a challenge in our lifetime that we never thought we would be dealing with. And we have made it through it almost and just stay positive and continue to think outside the box because we had our convention totally planned and then had to shift in midstream and had to turn it virtual. And you just got to always be on your toes and, and think of what can we do to make it better. So that's my last words, I think. Thank you so much, Sheila. Byron, who do we have on deck next? All right. Um, so we still have the person with the name foreign language on their um, on their Zoom. Uh, and I don't see uh, any other hands. So I'm not sure who that is, but I will ask you to unmute now. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Welcome to Sunday Edition. Well, um, thank you very much. And <laughs> you actually know me. I'm, what happened is I, I, I can't figure out how to get back to my regular identity. This is my identity from school where I teach foreign language and I'm virtual now. But this is Carla Hayes. Hi, Carla. Hi, how you doing? And I'm um, doing well. And you sounded so beautiful on karaoke. Oh, well, thank you. Wait, let me get rid of my jaws. Um, yeah. Okay. My headphone doesn't work. Okay. Anyhow, um, I, I thank you very much. First of all, I am, I, I am, I just want to thank you personally, Anthony Corona. I've gotten to sort of know you and I'm so sorry to see your internship going away. And I hope you don't go away. I just, because you've just done so much and I just hope this thank will you. continue. And, you know, I just want to thank you. You're definitely one of my bright spots. And I just thank you. thank you so much. Um, and I, you know, just the community and everything, but I have a couple other bright spots that maybe people haven't mentioned or maybe they haven't thought about them. One thing about this year for me was um, having the opportunity to sort of to slow down, not have to worry about transportation and getting um, places, but also learning how to do old things in new ways. Um, I have a, a business, um, Language Learn Communications, which is essentially sort of a language school. And I do classes for homeschoolers and I do tutoring and classes for adults and private lessons and different things with languages and developing educational materials. And a year before, if you had asked me, do you do classes or do you do lessons online? I would have said a resounding no. 
Now it's mm -hmm. all online. So I've learned a new way to do things. And the community calls are teaching me new ways to do things. Um, you know, with um, Tyson Ernst and the Victor Stream series, I've learned things about that stream that I didn't know and the tips and tricks around the house. I've learned some, some really good tricks for doing things. And now I am absolutely alone. And some of you know that I have lost my mother, whom I've been caring for. Um, you know, for the last few years, and then she went into a home, and then she passed, and she was an ACB member as well, and I am going to write something up about her, because she was an amazing person, a lot of you didn't get to know her, but the, the, the pandemic has sort of taught me that I can um, do things in isolation, and it, it has prepared me to do things in different ways, I've gotten to know a lot of people that I didn't get to know through the communities and then things like the humanware um, seminars that they had uh, during the pandemic and um, and and also something that some of you may not have, have mentioned is there were a lot of freebies you know like the free xm for a while and you know some free delivery services that didn't exist and a lot of things were made free just out of the generosity of corporations and and companies and it taught us the pandemic taught us how to get back to the basics to show a little bit more compassion than we may have been showing to slow down and worshiping online has been phenomenal i feel less left out from worshiping at home in a lot of ways because if we went back now you could you know as a household by myself i would have to sit in the pew alone no hugging no handshaking uh, no fellowship uh, you know what yeah. i mean it's no singing yeah. uh, you know what i'm trying to say so yeah. i just think there are a lot of things and i just hope that we can take these things when we do come out of our shells and apply them in our brave new world beyond the pandemic and I think you all have played a great part in that. And I just want to give you the get the chance to thank you all in person. And I want to wish you the best, Anthony. I, I, as I say, I hope we still hear from you and everything. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> I hope you will be here and everything. Because well, uh, you're not. Uh, I am not going anywhere. I absolutely love ACB. Um, the internship is a great spot. And who knows, maybe I'll apply for one of these uh, positions that have opened up, but we will take a look at that in 2021. But thank you. Thank and you. I want to wish you, you really the best in everything that. before I go. <laughs> and I want to thank you all again and have a blessed holiday season. And, and oh, and the Thanksgiving call was phenomenal for people who are alone. But I just, yeah. just want to wish you all a blessed 2021 filled with all God's bountiful blessings. And just thank you again. And have a good day. You know, before you go, I have a list, and, and I've said this a few times on the show um, throughout the months. I have a list of people that I want to contact, and you're on my list to get on Sunday edition. So promise me you'll come back in 2021 and we'll get to know you oh, as a I'm person. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here. I'm going awesome. to be here. Okay. Thank this, you. You are my family, folks. Just, um, <laughs> you promise me you're going to be here. I'm going to be here too. This is beautiful. Thank you so much for giving us some bright spots. Happy, happy, happy holidays. Byron, I see that one of our mutual friends is in the room. Do you want to unmute Maria? 
Yeah, Maria. Uh, I will unmute you. I think you can also. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you should be able to unmute yourself on your end now that I have unmuted you. Yes, I am here. Yay! Oh, ACB <laughs> treasurer extraordinaire. How many? How many affiliates are you treasurer for now, Maria? I am treasurer for three. <laughs> welcome to sunday edition welcome back to sunday yes. edition thank you so yes. much thank you and thank you for having me before that was absolutely a bright spot for me in the year that was a lot of fun <laughs> so what else tell us about some of your other bright spots sure uh well first you know i have to say that i'm so grateful that I have a job and that my job has continued and pretty much remained almost unchanged. I mean, I'm working from home and I've taken on a couple of new things, but, you know, and hearing so much of unemployment and a lot of people struggling and such, I just have to be so grateful that, um, yeah. you know, that I continue to have a job and that it's basically, you know, just continued and as if it in some ways, continued as if it in some ways, yes, uh, you know, not uh, having not... Uh, of course, when we go back to commuting, I'm sure that'll be nice for my Lacey, my guide dog, to, you know, have that routine. But it has been kind of nice to work from home and, and not have to uh, worry about that. So um, also, you know, I'm definitely grateful that, you know, my uh, immediate family and such that they've all been healthy. I've had um, an extended my uncle who's in, in Croatia. Um, he had COVID and, and was hospitalized with it and such. And so he, thankfully, he's okay now. But, you know, it's just definitely made me realize how, you know, lucky and grateful I am that, um, you know, my more uh, immediate family who's here uh, in, in New York hasn't been uh, affected. Um, you know, other than that, I, I really have to echo so much of what's been said. I've been really enjoying this shift to online. I mean, it's given me the opportunity to attend, you know, not only ACB events, but even things like, you know, I've attended a couple of, um, you know, book launches and, you know, self-improvement presentations and things like that, that would have been held if in person they you know would have happened in like California or you know other that's just one example but in other locations you know out of state that would have probably been uh very unlikely that I would have gotten to so it's given me um you know that opportunity as well and I definitely echo what Sheila has said in terms of uh the online presence really helping me to feel less left out in some um, respects as well. Um, and, you know, in terms of bright spots, I think I thought the convention was really great um, with all of it being virtual. Yes, there's something nice about, you know, connecting in person, but there's also something great about the, the virtual um, you know, being given the opportunity, which I appreciated to be a, a facilitator for that. I mean, it was amazing to just see all these new names who I hadn't seen and just so much of um, energy. And, you know, it made it a lot easier for us, I think, to get certain speakers because they didn't have to travel and such. So just being able to see um, how much more uh, that opened attendance to um you know, people who likely wouldn't have been able to, uh, to come before. So that was just really great um, to be uh, a part of. And so, you know, for me, I, I'm not at all, you know, this is a, a terrible situation that's caused this, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And, you know, hopefully, with the vaccines and such, um, you know, that uh, better health for, for a lot of people is in sight. But, you know, for me, I think there have that this whole situation has um, brought about uh, a lot of 
quite good things. And, and you know, just in, in general, I'm grateful for the internet. You know, I think to myself about the, 20, the uh, 2018, oh my goodness, the 1918. Uh, yeah. yeah. Spanish <laughs> the, flu. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. when people just didn't know, like, you know, they didn't hear from their families and did, did, or were they still alive? You know, what happened? And now it's like we have so much of a um, connection that it's just, you know, with being able to speak with my family, not even just here in US, but in, you know, Bosnia and Croatia and such as well, you know, WhatsApp and Viber and such. I mean, it's just made the world feel uh, so much more smaller and um, just helped to help me to, you know, feel more secure and, and still being able to connect with family and friends. What will you take from 2020, you know, going forward? What's the uh, the biggest thing that you'll, you'll remember and, and the biggest thing that you think you've learned? Sure. Uh, you know, the biggest thing I think I've learned is just the, uh, our, our human ability to adapt. You know, I think a lot of time, especially I think in my work, you know, a lot of people were so hesitant about working from home and there was this thought that that's going to be rife for abuse and that's never going to happen. And, you know, we've learned how possible it is. And so I think um, just that the power of being open-minded to new ideas and new um, approaches to to doing things is something I'm going to take away. You know, it's like if, if I'm facing a challenge, it's like, you know, we got through this, you know, pandemic, this huge challenge, and we thrived as a society. What's this other little thing that I'm dealing with? You know, it's not so significant in the, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and, you know, I think also just uh, the, the importance of you know, gratitude, like what we're doing now, you know, when things seem so um, bleak and challenging, we can always find a bright spot. And so I, you know, definitely want to um, take that away with me in the next year that if I'm, you know, starting to feel a bit down that those reminders of, you know, what good things I have in my life. Uh, well, that is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing some bright spots with Sunday edition. I have one more unrelated question. BPI, uh, GDY, what is the other? Um, uh, ACB Next the, Generation. Next Gen, that's yes. right. So with all of the community calls and the, the convention and so on and so forth, how much new energy, new members, new invigorated, you know, support for, for the affiliates are you seeing? And do you think that's going to carry through after the pandemic, you know, once where they keep saying herd immunity, 70% and so on and so forth. Do you think it's all going to hold through? And, and what are you excited for in 2021? I guess that's three questions. Sure. But <laughs> yeah. well, I will well, I will try to remember all of them. Um, yes, in terms of the membership, we definitely saw um, a lot of excitement with, uh, especially surrounding that convention week and soon after, um, people being excited to join and, you know, perhaps finding out about us for the first time or reconnecting, like, like uh, someone had said before, the re-engagement. Um, I think even for ACB Next Gen, we got, oh, I don't remember how many, but there were a good amount. I think we had near, we'd come close to, I think we started out with uh, like 30 or so members. These are give and take numbers. And by that week after convention, I think we'd gotten maybe 20 new members or so. So that was a lot. And I know for, you know, BPI, we'd had a few as well trickle in. Um, so, you know, in terms of 2021, um, 
you know, we're going to have that virtual convention again. So hopefully that will get people excited um, who, you know, again, who couldn't possibly, possibly couldn't participate in person. Um, I do wonder, I do hope a lot of it will, you know, maintain, um, you know, I always kind of try and, uh, you know, temper the expectations <laughs> so as not to be disappointed, right? But, um, but I do hope it's that, you know, it's a bean counter like, thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, the, the community, call, I mean, it's, all of this has just set such a precedent that I don't, you know, that's not going away. I mean, even in future conventions, um, I know like in 2022, there was, uh, when the board voted, right, there was the aspect of it to have a virtual component, you know, I mean, I think this is fundamentally changed a lot the way we do things and you know I think we have a lot of momentum and a lot of opportunity now it's it's been such a catalyst you know like um with uh you know G, like say with GBUI I know um we maybe uh, I think we'll be having a call early in the year about the new uh the final rule that was published recently related to flying with service animals so utilizing zoom and you know BPI of course I don't have to tell you all of the you know zooms facilitated all the pride um connections and um the the informal hangouts and all these things so i think just the increased member engagement you know i hope that will translate to people um you know continuing to be members but i do think it's helped people to feel more connected it's not just oh you do things at the convention and then we don't you know hear from you you know between that time that that just isn't what's happening anymore um and so you know what am i excited for 2021 yeah you know i think the having and you know like the virtual leadership meetings and such that'll be interesting to see how that um is ha- happens as well um you know and i don't know if there will be you know virtual meetings with congressional representatives and things like that that'll be very interesting if it happens um and certainly the uh, convention as well and um you know just uh again just kind of having that open mind and like let's let's see what happens let's see what it brings well before i let you go i actually have two board members as you were talking i realized another bright spot that i hadn't even thought about for uh, 2020. And you and Byron are both here and you're both board members of NextGen, which is the newest affiliate um, and a great affiliate. And you guys are doing some amazing things. Do the two of you want to um, want to expand upon NextGen and uh, becoming an affiliate and some of the stuff that you guys are looking forward to this holiday season and going into 2021? So- yeah, well, I'll let Byron uh, talk about some of the programs because we do have some exciting things coming up and especially for New Year's with some collaborations with other affiliates, which is great. Um, but I'll just mention, yeah, it's been quite the year. I mean, you know, when you think about this whole thing began, you know, it had been tried before and such. and um, But this time it began in, in 2018, late in, in 2018. And, you know, it's been so great to have so much of support from ACB. You know, we went from just having these informal calls to being a steering committee of ACB um, last year to be able to bring some convention programming and you know from that to now you know becoming an affiliate and having you know we've this whole year we've um, been operating as an affiliate and getting um, our acceptance at the uh, 
the leadership meetings in February and such. I mean, it's just been such a ride and um, it's been wonderful to see all of the support from uh, from everyone, both, you know, from, because the next gen, you know, it's not, we, we certainly welcome supporting members who are those who are over 40. So it's strictly not just for those, you know, 40 and under, that's the group that it seeks to develop, but we certainly welcome and have gotten supporting members. Um, so it's just been amazing to see um, all of the support and, um, you know, we've done a lot of social media activity. We have um, the Facebook page um, that our, our uh, public relations and e-communications committee has been um, really maintaining and putting some um, good information on. We, we actually recently uh, also launched a YouTube channel. And so we've had a couple of video member spotlights. Um, we previously had some written ones on Facebook and, um, you know, definitely just looking forward to growing. We'll be looking to um, start. We have currently a web page that's a sub page of the um, ACB uh, special interest affiliates uh, you know the, that all affiliates have so we have that as a page and we appreciate that support from ACB but in addition to that we're also going to be looking forward to launching our uh, new website next year and which thank you for uh, those who supported our first fundraiser that we just ran with uh, yes. these candy yeah in, in December um, and so that'll certainly um, help us to pay with the for the website expenses and so definitely you know looking forward to some growth there and let me turn it over to Byron I don't mean to put you on the spot but I'm sure you can talk more about the programs than I can since you're more involved with the planning so yeah absolutely yeah, um, well, we, we have been doing a lot of really awesome programs. Um, we have this thing called Saturday Night Live, which is our monthly um, get-together where we do various things. You know, sometimes it's social, sometimes it's informative, um, but we, we have our monthly Saturday Night Live. We've done some things like we had a presentation all about productivity software. So that's something that can be useful for people who are seeking employment or who are currently employed or going to school. Um, and then we've had fun things like we've had uh, Jeopardy! in November. We had in October, we had a, a virtual uh, haunted house and a campfire where we all told scary stories. Uh, we've we've, cool. we've had all kinds of neat stuff. So yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys come by and hang out with us. And I do know that there's going to be some interesting stuff in January. Is there anything you can preview for us? Well, there is um so i i don't know if i'm at liberty to to give all the details just yet because i need to talk with bpi folks about it um just to you know make sure that uh, the announcement has been made and that we can start advertising our our little thing that we'd like to contribute but let's just say that uh, bpi is going to be doing something really cool at their january convention and Next Generation has a fun trivia game leading up to that um, that we would like to do the week before um, your convention. So that would be um, that would be Saturday Night Live. I'm just looking up my calendar right here. Um, that would be on on Saturday the 23rd of January, right before your Saturday night um, uh, uh, special event that you'll be having at BPI. So I can't go into details as to what it is just yet, but it is trivia. And we know that you guys love trivia. And uh, so we'll, we'll make sure that the announcement is dropped at the appropriate time. Awesome. So do me one more favor and uh, give us a little preview about what you're doing for New Year's. 
Oh, so I'm really excited about our New Year's event. Um, so we are bringing in all sorts of um, uh, affiliates of ACB. We're also bringing in some outside um, presenters from various organizations. Um, one that I'm really excited about, and and hopefully I'm not spilling the beans here, but um, uh, I know that we're going to hopefully have somebody from Space Camp come on and talk a little bit about what it's like to go through Space Camp and uh, as Seriously? a blind person. Yeah. Oh man, so that's going to be awesome. We're looking forward to that. It's going to be, um, we're going to cover all of the continental United States midnights. So we'll be popping the cork on the champagne four times at least, if not more. Uh, we are in the process of gauging interest from affiliates and outside organizations and getting all of the programming lined up for that. So we hope that you guys will join us on New Year's Eve. And you guys are going to go for a bunch of hours, right? Like, like half the day at least. We're we're going to go for several hours. We're we're still trying to sort of get everybody lined up and and figure out you know how much programming we can realistically put on. So we're definitely at least going to go the four hours of you know the continental, continental United States. But we're thinking that we're going to be able to get enough people interested in, in hosting uh, various programs to go even longer than that. So uh, be on the lookout for our, our PR release uh, that we'll post up on Facebook and the mailing list and various other places <coughs> with more information in the next coming weeks here. Well, we will Let definitely me... talk offline because I would like to sign up for hosting or something. Yeah, and we would love that. If... If um, people from other affiliates want to partner up with NextGen for this New Year's Eve celebration, who should they contact? Maria, do you have that email address? Because yes. I don't want to give the so wrong... The, yes, yeah. so the email, and I just want to make another quick comment about a closer upcoming event after this as well. Um, so the email is acbnextgen, so acbnextgen at gmail.com. So do get in touch with us. Awesome. Byron, I'm going to go to the commercials, the break, um, after the break, the um, promos after Maria talks. When we come back, can you just rattle off one of the numbers if any listeners want to call in and can't access it on the list? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So if those of you who are uh, listening can talk to us via the phone, we'll be dropping that phone number right after these commercials here. Okay. And let me just very quickly, before we go to commercials, mention to you all that we do have, uh, Byron mentioned our Saturday Night Live, and our next one, we hope you can join us, is next Saturday, the 19th of December, and we will be discussing various um, holiday traditions and meanings of various holidays that are celebrated around this season. So if you want to join in and hear from others and hopefully perhaps even um, contribute to your own, that would be really great, and we would love to have you and so and with that i'll say from myself thanks so much again for having me and wish everyone happy holidays and a happy new year happy holidays to you too maria thank you so much for joining sunday edition you are listening to sunday edition i will be right back after these promos and please feel free to join the zoom and talk to us be right back have you heard there's a new show on acb radio interactive this is Jason Castingway inviting you to join me on Artfelt. I will be bringing music to you that stands out, pieces that fill the heart and rouse the body, from symphonies that ring to songs that swing 
two harmonies that zing. I can make my most fantastic, most fantastic dreams come true. And everything in between. My goal is to take you on a musical safari, leaving you with the satisfaction of a journey well spent. So tune in to ACB Radio Interactive for Artfelt every Tuesday evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. For this is where music echoes the thoughts of the soul. ACB Radio now has a live event stream, which will air many types of live events, including state ACB conventions. For more information and to find listen links, please visit our website at acbradio.org. You can also download the latest version of the ACB Radio Tuner from our website, which will allow you to tune into any of ACB Radio's streams right from your desktop. Welcome back to Sunday Edition. I'm your host, Anthony Corona. Um, Byron, if you could rattle off a number two for listeners to call in and share some of their bright spots. Absolutely. Um, so the phone number, uh, one of the numbers that you can call is our New York number. Uh, Anthony, I know that you're uh, you know native to New York, so why not? Uh, that number, area code 646, and the number is 558 558- Eight six five six. That's six four six five five eight eight six five six. And our meeting ID number is nine seven five six seven six eight two six four four. Again, that is nine seven five six seven six eight two six four four. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you know what? I'm going to take a few moments and talk about some bright spots for me this year. Um, I wanted to do this show because it's been it's been a really dark year in lots of ways. Of course, the pandemic, we had a very, very long election cycle that does not want to go away. But, you know, that's a conversation for another day. Um, personally, in my own life, um, my mom is dealing with lung cancer and I've had some family issues to go through. I made a move from New York to Miami, literally came down to Miami to spend a couple of weeks and then go home and start packing and things like that. When, you know, I flew out on March 8th, they were talking about this, this thing that was going on, this, this uh, virus, but no one really knew what, what, you know, in the space of, of a week of being in Florida, suddenly I had to decide, well, you know, either I need to go back now or I need to stay here. At least at first I thought we were going to be, you know, sheltering in place for like a month or two. It was, you know, I mean, it's 2020. How, how could it possibly rip through the world or the country like it did? Um, so I thought, all right, yeah, I'll be here for an extra month or so. And, and, uh, and it turned into months and months and months until I finally was able in August to get back to New York and finish packing everything up and, and make the move. Um, but I, I was really reflecting that for me, um, I, I, as, as dark of a year as it was, there were so many bright spots. I, I fell in love last year at convention <laughs> and um, ended up moving to Miami, like I said, uh, started first pride connection with uh with gabriel and leah and all of bpi 
you uh, are one of our engineers on that show as well. Um, started Sunday Edition, took an internship with ACB, and met all the people that have already talked and so, so, so many more. There have been amazing guests on Sunday Edition. There have been work friendships and, and just friendships in general through community calls. So as I was reflecting through all this stuff and, and thinking about how did I want to close out 2020, both for you know the shows Pride Connection and, and Sunday Edition, but also how do I personally want to close out the year? I I will never forget where I was on 9-11, as, as has been discussed on this show in, in uh, earlier episodes. I will never forget where I was when the Challenger exploded. Um, and I think that I will never forget where I was when I first heard about COVID. And this year will has definitely taught me so many lessons working from home and doing an internship, taking first the first job that I that I got after losing my eyesight and doing mobility and learning how to live blind and making all these incredible friendships. So I I really just wanted to present a show closing out 2020 and going into 2021 with bright spots, with things that we instead of looking back at this year and, and saying, oh my God, it was just a horrible year. I'd never want to think about it again. I actually want to highlight the highlight, the bright spots and, and be able to move into 2021 rather, with a happy heart rather than a heavy heart. And so I just want to take a moment and thank ACB, BPI, all the affiliates that have embraced me and allowed me to be a part of, of their journey. ACB Radio, Debbie, Jason, of course, um, Jeff Bishop, I want to thank Eric and everyone in the Alexandria office, everyone in Minneapolis. I want to thank Cindy Hollis. I want to thank Dan and all of the board. And I could go on and on and on. Everybody who has been on Sunday Edition, everyone who has been on Pride Connection, just everybody who's welcomed me into their life as a friend or as a voice on ACB Radio, thank you for giving me so many bright spots, so many reasons to look back on 2020 and not look at the darkness, but at all the wonderful opportunities and, and moments that I had. So having said all of that, Mr. Byron, who else do we have on deck? Well, it looks like we have uh, Gabriel. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you, Gabriel, and un unlower your hand here. And you should be able to speak. My absolute brightest spot of them all. Gabriel, welcome to back to Sunday Edition. <laughs> well, it's an honor to be here on Sunday Edition, uh, given that I don't get to be here that often. <laughs> I don't get invited that often. <laughs> I don't want to be accused of that whole nepotism thing. But, uh... Anthony, Anthony and I, um, Anthony and I have, uh, such a wonderful uh, balance of of work and personal life that um that's 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 one of the bright spots in 2020 that we've learned that a uh, beautiful dance of what it is to separate because we collaborate together on so many things, ACB and BPI related that um and sometimes it's tough to to draw those lines but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, and that's why uh, you guys out there in ACB radio land do not hear me here so often on Sunday edition because 
well, Anthony is taking care of Sunday edition. Usually I'm taking care of stuff that I don't get to do Monday through Friday. <laughs> um, where to start? Um, obviously when my, my bright spots actually go prior to the pandemic, um, many of you who are very close friends to Anthony and uh, me, myself, uh, may have heard the story, but I, I think both Anthony and I were born again the weekend of Martin Luther King. Um, the past January, you know, 2020, uh, because we had a very, very unfortunate accident, but a very, very <laughs> lucky escape, and we were so blessed. Um, long story short, Anthony and I, I was visiting Anthony in New York before he moved and he, we both fell on the subway tracks, uh, with a, with a, with an incoming train into the subway station, uh, mainly my fault, obviously, because I was not, I'm not so used to navigating the subway, New York subway system blind. I've done it with sight. Uh, thank God our dogs, we were, you know, we were able to leave our dogs up in the platform, you know, the, all that training when danger leave your dogs but we were able to come out of the tracks with just a couple of bumps bruises and broken um fractured ribs but we're here and alive and i don't think yeah. that's a story that many people who fall into the tracks of a train get to say so that was my first bright spot uh it made us think so much um we had a beautiful you know thanksgiving <laughs> uh day a couple of days after our incident in a beautiful beautiful cathedral in in New York, uh, St. John the Divine, and we, you know, we were so, so thankful. So that, you know, just starting off with January, so much to be grateful, be alive. Um, we went into March, and I think just Anthony mentioned a couple of days before the pandemic was declared a pandemic and quarantine was set in place. Anthony had uh, started the first part of his move down here to Miami, and we did not know it was going to be a definite one. The plan was to for him to come here and um, talk to my parents, um, officially uh, petition my hand. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> officially talk about logistics and living arrangements. And he, we were both going to go up back to New York and have you know a weekend off while we packed and moved. But you know. Um, the pandemic had other plans <laughs> and we ended up, um, I think, uh, I'm going to start with our relationship, uh, relationship wise. I think we were put through the test of fire because, yeah. because it's not easy to move in with another person as much as there's, you know, love and understanding and, 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 and compatibility between both of us, um, it's not easy and to friendship. move in, period. And friendship, yes. Friendship, trust, um, everything. It's not easy to move in, let alone move in and immediately have to, you know, go into 24 seven, not, not getting out of each other's faces. Of course, at the beginning, it was like a honeymoon, but then it's like, <laughs> okay, I need my space. <laughs> and we got through it. Uh, we did. got through it. We got through it. And and I think if we were faced with that, with that beautiful challenge, I think, I think we, we made a, a, 
we, we passed a, a milestone and, and, and a challenge that is very, very, very important in any relationship. Um, so that's definitely a bright spot uh, to have our dogs um, together and happy. Um, I know for my posh, who's older <laughs> and almost getting close to that awful word that I don't like that starts with an R, <laughs> which humans look forward to, but I don't look forward to my dog going into retirement. But um, that I think the, uh, you know, the, the blessing of having Bodhi, uh, who's Anthony's guide dog, has, you know, has, has sparked more that competitivity, that, uh, that spirit of wanting to imitate the other dog and keep going. And uh, it's rejuvenated her. So um, that's another uh, bright moment or bright spot in 2020. Um, I think I have to talk uh, definitely. I know I have to talk about ACB and BPI because both organizations have given me a home, uh, FCB as well. Um, so uh, it, it's just been beautiful to see. In general, the way I, I look at it is uh, we as advocates that we are within the ACB umbrella, in my case, FCB and BPI as well, um, we usually advocate for us to be able to level our playing field with our non-disabled uh, cohorts. And I think the pandemic, um, looking at it from a different perspective, I think the pandemic leveled the playing field of the rest of the world to us, uh, to a place where everyone's transportation <laughs> was challenging. Um, there was no excuse for uh, being able to uh, work through technology and work at a distance. Like, I mean, it's funny that we in the, at least in the ACB community, we have been meeting via before Zoom conference lines and then Zoom. And it, it was like the rest of the world was catching up and people were like, oh my God, there's this new thing called Zoom. And I was like, what are you talking about new thing? I've been using it for a couple of years with, a, with my blindness organizations. And sighted people were just like, we don't know what to do or you know, non-disabled people. And yeah. we were already there. We were already there. We, were, we, had all, we had had a chance through our years of advocacy and through our years of working with what we have to face challenges in transportation, to face challenges in communication and have to overcome them and use the technology that we have available. Like Eric said earlier, technology has been such a game changer for us. And this year it proved it to be even more so. Um, so I think in a way, uh, the level, the, the playing field got leveled for us in a very, very impactful way for the mainstream uh, society. And, and, we, and we became leaders in so many aspects. And that was beautiful. Uh, that was reflected in my work, which is another of my bright spots. I, I um, had, uh, before the, when we went into the pandemic, I, I was with uh, my old position at Miami-Dade College, which was um, the accommodations and special uh, assistive, assistive technology specialist, which was a part-time job. But when I started kind of almost taking over so many situations because the non-disabled co-workers of mine were not so used to dealing with such an with such an uh, such a virtual environment. I I kind of became some sort of 
leader and and I you know helped my department a lot and my boss recognized it and uh, a position became open as an advisor I was you know uh, uh, encouraged to apply which I did went through all the process met amazing people in the process of my application and here I am now I have a full-time position as an advisor for uh, the disability service office of Miami-Dade College and happy to do that and proud and um and you know just this year has been a year of so many changes and 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 settling and and you know setting the foundation for our family with anthony and uh, i'm very grateful for acb for also believing in anthony and uh, uh the internship was an amazing uh process for him and and i know that he's very passionate and and I learned so much, so much, you know, having been a part of ACB for over a decade, I learned so much about ACB that I did not know. And I met people who I had not interacted with through Anthony, through his internship. Um, BPI is, is something else. BPI grew exponentially this year. We connected as a family. We stuck together. Um, we you know, a Pride Connection was born in the midst of the pandemic and it's, it's become such a wonderful show and, and we enjoy, love doing it. Uh, Anthony, Leah and I, I'm so, I'm so, so thankful for the bonds that we have developed through Pride Connection. Um, all the new people who have come into, into BPI, all the old friends who had probably been uh, MIA and then just heard that we were doing new and exciting things and came back you know, all the new board members, the exiting board members, everyone in BPI has solidified uh, the, our role as a family, as a welcoming family. And uh, we had such so much fun during our first ACB virtual convention. And we've established so many new friendships and partnerships, like Anthony mentioned, Byron, who's here and who's become such a close friend who we haven't even met in person, but you know, the beauty of, of, of virtual friendships. And, um, and here we are closing a year and about to uh, embark in a, in a first virtual special interest affiliate that BPI is doing in January. And to see the response of our community and of our friends, um, like I said, uh, definitely, definitely solidifying the friendships, old friendships, like the one with Leah, um, and through Pride Connection and through other activities that have had work, but also fun. And I cannot close without <laughs> mentioning that I am so, so grateful and blessed that even though I'm not for the first time in 43 years, I'm not going to share a Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve hug with my mom and dad. Um, they are alive and healthy and they are safe. And Thank there'll God. be many more. So, so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's my, that's my conglomeration of bright spots for this year. Well, there are so many, my God. Um, I want to, we're going to come back to BPI in a second, but I want to talk about a bright spot um, this year at convention, as, as people have mentioned already, it was the first virtual convention for me. It was my second convention ever. Um, and it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Not as amazing as the first one, but uh, you know, I don't think anyone ever will be because that's where I met you. But um, 
one of the bright spots was the multicultural affairs, uh, excuse me, the International Relations Committee luncheon, which was phenomenal. And um, the team that you guys had put together, you know, you guys worked so incredibly diligently to put together a, a, an amazing, amazing panel. Uh, do you want to just say a word or two about that and about the International Relations Committee? Because you're pretty modest and you don't really talk about all of the things that you do. I'm not the only one all over ACB. <laughs> Gabe? I'm sorry, I was muted. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had muted. I, I didn't know how, how it worked. See, this is how unfamiliar I am with Sunday edition. <laughs> I don't know if I go back to to a mute or I have to wait for you for you and Byron to unmute me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's it's I'm I'm speechless because it, it, I'm very passionate. Um, and and that's one of the things that I think have solidified uh, my relationship with Anthony. Our relationship. We're very passionate about what we do. We don't engage in something that we don't really really believe in and i i think we we have i have given a lot to to bpi and to acb and like you mentioned anthony the collaboration with with the international relations committee sandra sermons and and all the members of the committee which maria christich is also a member but let's not get into that because what what part of acb is maria not a part of <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah no i i i feel very um I feel very satisfied. I feel a sense of satisfaction to to do something to spread a little bit of 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 what we do, of who we are, and to advocate for for not only the the uh, community of persons with disabilities, uh, the blindness community, but the intersection different intersectionalities that are represented under the umbrella that is ACB. Um, but uh, I, I think I'm also thankful because we 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 given to ACB, but ACB has given so much to us in, in terms of family friendships that will last for, for our lifetime. And, 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 and I, I also view ACB as, 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 as a, like I mentioned earlier, as a connecting point between Anthony and myself, because even though we can separate um, work from personal, we find passion in, in ACB and in the mission of the organization. And, and we, we, I, I feel that that has given a great deal of, um, of, you know, it's been given a great deal of common territory for us, uh, not only to work but also to flourish as, as a, as a couple and 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 as a, uh, as individuals. So, so, so I don't I'm know taking... what else to tell you. I mean, wh well, I, I don't want to help say <laughs> Go ahead. I'm taking a journey here. Um, why I, I'd like you to to talk just a moment about uh, ACB Radio and Pride Connection. We are, uh, we you know, we mentioned a couple of times about uh, BPI being the first special interest affiliate to hold a convention, which will be virtual the last weekend of January. We're going to announce the programming and stuff this coming Tuesday on Pride Connection. But uh, yeah. do you want to say a couple of words about Pride Connection and uh, ACB Radio? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it, it seems only that, that it was like yesterday. I remember it was a, a, 
again, a Zoom call between uh, Leah, Debbie Hazelton, and the both of us, you and I. <laughs> and um, I was I was scared. I was scared because uh, there had been talk about a BPI podcast and um, Chris Snyder had come up with amazing ideas and had also, uh, you know, given us so much material. Uh, unfortunately, his work, you know, uh, is, is so demanding that time is a commodity for Chris, <laughs> for everyone else. But, but um, you know, we, we, we took the idea that we had originally planned since 2019. And then I was scared because I was like, are we going to be able to do this? And then Debbie pushed us forward and uh, we, you know, we originally said every other Tuesday at 10 p.m. And then Debbie came over and said, you know what, guys, you know, we're just, you know, you can do a repeat every other Tuesday. We're just giving you every Tuesday. <laughs> and then we rose to the challenge and then we started doing every Tuesday. And um Wow, you know, looking, you know, at it on hindsight, twenty twenty, it's 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 been it's it, again, it's been another outlet. It's been another space where we have been able to connect and meet with so many wonderful and amazing people, where people have shared their stories, their struggles, um, where we have had fun, and uh, like I said earlier, you know, so many people to thank in in that in that process. The you know the support of ACB Radio, starting from Jeff Bishop and Debbie, who has been like the godmother of Pride Connection, and Jason um, Byron, and of course Tim Cummings. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim. Yes, uh, it's 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 amazing. I I I don't. I usually don't like to start saying names because then I want to mention everyone, <laughs> because everyone has an important place in not only in my heart but in 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 my projects. And everyone in ACB Radio has had such a fundamental role in Pride Connection. I feel that Pride Connection is is. I always tell BPI members, and you know, from the bottom of my heart, I'll, I'll say it again, and I always say it. Pride Connection belongs to our membership. Pride Connection belongs to BPI. But I feel somewhere deep inside, I feel like it's Anthony, Leah, and myself had a baby. <laughs> and then we gave it up for a, and then we gave it up for adoption. And now it's the baby of BPI. <laughs> so I have just a few more short questions for you, Mr. Lopez Cafachi. Um, I've asked everyone, so I'm gonna ask you too. What did you learn about yourself in 2020? What are you going to take into 2021? And, you know, what's your hope for ACB in general for 2021? Oh, okay. I should have started thinking about it. Never knew that you were going to hit me with a question. <laughs> <laughs> I learned, I learned that, um, that I just need to believe in myself. A little bit more. Um, I learned that my faith is stronger than what I thought and has put me through so many things and it's got me to where I am. Um, and I think a, a, a combination of, of believing in yourself and having faith is, is a winning combination. Uh, I believe, I learned that having key people around you and supporting you and, and surrounding yourself with people who who have a positive outlook, who 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 have 
you know, energy who, who are people who are willing to share their energy with you is, is always important and it's always invaluable to have those those relationships and, and, and foster those relationships and nurture them and, and give back to those who, who are supporting you. Um, I'm taking over to 2021 a lot of hope. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a little bit frivolous, but I want to travel again. <laughs> those of you who know me know that I could live in an airplane. I love, if I wouldn't have been blind, I would have been a commercial air, airplane pilot. Um, I do want to travel, <laughs> but I also look forward to so many projects. I think this year has given us so many, many, many foundations on, upon which we can build on, uh, especially personally and also uh, for ACB. Um, we were pioneers in so many aspects, like I mentioned earlier, um, the virtual aspect of things, the virtual aspect of life. We were already leading there and we taught the world how to, how to conduct business virtually. Um, we taught the world that we could have a convention. You know, the, the, the meaning itself of a convention is like gathering in person, shaking hands, yeah. but we showed the world that we could do it virtually. And um, I think it, 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 it highlighted many other strengths and I wanna take those strengths and I would be very, very happy to be able to streamline those, those strengths that we have discovered as a community and give my best, not only to BPI, but also to ACB and FCB to, to move it forward to the next level. I think next year is going to be very interesting because it's going to be like a hybrid year because we're going to be coming out yep. of a pandemic and uh, trying to recover a sense of normalcy. And maybe we won't go back to, you know, pre-COVID. But I think it's another great opportunity for all of our organizations, whether ACB, special interest or state affiliates. It's another opportunity, great opportunity to shine and to show the world what we're made of and, and to you know, engage in projects and, and show the world what we have done and that we have the know-how and that we are capable and uh, that, we, you know, that we can look back to 2020 as a year in which it was shown that all we need, we do not need special treatment. We do not need anything different than anyone else that we just need to level our playing field and that we can conquer the world. Yeah. I have one more question for you, if you don't mind. Um, one, of the, okay. one of the biggest highlights, uh, brightest spots is just community itself, um, you know, and the manifestation of that community is the community calls. And BPI, you know, is one of the aunts, parents, grandparents, uncles, you know, of the community calls BPI had been doing quite a few of them before it was ever known as community calls. And, and when the need came, you know, BPI stepped right up. So when you look at something like 80, 85 calls a week, uh, you know, wow. thousands of participants a week, you know, what do you, what, uh, what kind of feelings does that evoke for you and, and for, uh, you know, your, uh, your leadership of an affiliate that stepped right up and was part of the birth of, of the community that is now, ACB community calls? To me, first, it yells opportunity. 
it's amazing what we can do with with a situation when we look at the opportunity that is hidden behind anything because behind any situation there's always an opportunity mm. behind any need there's always an an opportunity and it's just a matter of you know taking the lead and being there and being willing to to take on the challenge of of the opportunity um i know that we all you know we all started scrambling on how to do how to stay connected and like you said bpi started connecting um our family and our group and checking in and then we started collaborating with other affiliates and then cindy and her team came over and just i don't know how to say it <laughs> transformed the you know the the individual efforts of con trying to connect and trying to send uh, form community and build this amazing infrastructure and network uh which is now community calls that has not only helped acb and our affiliates grow but has made our name transcend from from the regular realm of you know our country or the blindness community now we have people from all over the world sighted people um in the case of bpi we have people from you know different walks of life straight lgbtq blind sighted it's it's amazing the way in which um these these efforts to stay connected as a community were transformed and that's a beautiful example of what can be done when when putting you know your 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 energy your heart like i said like Cindy and her team did into transforming this these efforts into a, a, a an organized um almost you know kind of like know-how recipe on how to how to do how to do an uh, a network of of community calls where now it's it's like i feel you know i feel this could be franchised and sold <laughs> it's 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 it is it is amazing and and i think it's it's another one of the bright spots in in acb that we can go into 2021 saying that that we led the way and we were the first ones well you are not only you know one of my, you are not only the brightest spot of 2020 for me but you are one of the brightest spots of my entire life Thank you for supporting <laughs> right. my best friend, giving me another family, a beautiful family to be a part of. And uh, thanks for coming on to Sunday Edition and sharing your bright right spots. Right back at you, right back at you, Anthony. You are <laughs> my bright spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you go, Byron. Do we have any hands? Uh, I don't see any hands right now, but I I wouldn't mind talking about my bright spot. Absolutely. Talk all about him. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Well, Chris Snyder and I, um, we we were together a long, long, long time ago. Back in we we were together um, long before the pandemic ever started, and um, uh, things didn't work out because it just wasn't. We I guess we weren't ready for it yet. You know, I know I certainly wasn't ready for for coming out and being public and. Here I here I have this love of my life, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta come out of the closet to be with him. I can't do it. <laughs> so I ran screaming, and and broke the poor man's heart. 
Um, and, uh, anyway, so we, we were friends, uh, for, for a long time, but we weren't, uh, you know, we weren't in constant communication cause it was too painful, you know, too painful to be constantly around one another, uh, knowing, you know, what we could have had. And, uh, so the pandemic happened, like I told you guys earlier. And then, um, you know, we just sort of started clicking again. We started talking again. And, you know, like I said, I, I sort of, um, blew my cover, accidentally on this show <laughs> this show was sort of like, a, <laughs> like oh, yes. oh no i think i just outed myself on anthony's show um but you know we started talking and what man we're, we're just things have been awesome things have been awesome it's so nice to be with somebody who appreciates my geekiness um we were watching this show called the good doctor which he he describes it's a abc uh show about a autistic doctor um and yeah. One of the scenes there was it was this special episode when uh you know the, the covid nineteen just finally was starting to covid nineteen was just breaking out, and the, everybody was just learning about you know the effects of this virus and stuff and we were watching that episode because I was testing to see if I could make the ABC app work on my fire t v stick and to see if descriptive audio would come through. So if you're into audio description and you're missing your ABC shows, um, if you have the fire TV stick, it does work. But anyway, we're sitting there watching the show and there's a scene where a patient has an iPhone stand and the iPhone stand is really cool because it has an adjustable neck so it can move. You can, you can angle the camera in whichever way you want and it stands straight up. And then the charging port, kind of comes out of the bottom and so i was like "Ooh, what is that stand i want that stand and i paused our show okay i paused our show right in the middle of the drama and i'm looking at the stand trying to figure out what it is and he goes this is why i love you because <laughs> you're a geek and you're you're like what is that stand i want it and i'm like i'm not used to that i'm used to really really Really, you're gonna pause our show right now so you can look at the stand and figure out what it really. <laughs> so it's just nice to be appreciated for who I am. You know, it's like wow, kind of different from what I'm used to. Um, but yeah, we, it's it's just awesome to have uh, such a bright spot in 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 my life. And 2020 is kind of as much as it sucked, as much as 2020 was not that great. It certainly helped. Uh, it certainly was good to me <laughs> in certain ways. So Byron, what um you know, first and foremost, I, I I can't believe, you know, you mentioned the the moment of uh coming out. I can't believe it was on Sunday edition and not Pride Connection, but I'm I, I know, either way right? I'm so it was glad totally accidental trusted. too. I was just like, whoops. <laughs> what are you gonna take from twenty twenty into twenty one? And um, you know, what uh what have you learned about yourself? Oh, dude. Okay, so so 2020, uh, you know, prior to 2020, I didn't deal well with confrontation and I'm still not like, you know, the master of so It's not like I'm Gordon Ramsay or something, you know, like, uh, how are you getting there though, bro? <laughs> you and I, you and I, you and I need to chat, bro. I, know. <laughs> I think, I think I'm worse than you. Me and confrontation <laughs> aren't friends. And, and I always struggled with it. Um, and I think part of it was, um, you know, I, I had, I, I had a lot of, um, in my upbringing, you know, as, as a kid, I, in, in the, in the, uh, 
in the course of trying to discipline discipline us kids, I think my dad may have gone a little too far in his attempts to you know make us good kids. Uh, I think sometimes parents, uh, unknown, unbeknownst to them, sometimes they take it a little too far, and they they can you know sort of traumatize their kids. And so uh, instead of being a kid that doesn't talk back to his parents, I was a kid that didn't talk back to anyone. Um, uh oh, did I close Zoom? think we're here oh good i'm still there okay i just minimized it because I, I saw it disappear from my screen and i couldn't find it i was like oh no i closed it okay so anyway i went from you know being a kid that didn't talk back to his parents to someone who didn't talk back to anyone and um i always had a hard time saying no to things and this year i have gotten so much better at that i still say yes to a lot of things because i enjoy working i enjoy helping people i enjoy you know, uh, being needed. Um, it's, it's, it's nice to have projects to work on where people actually need you, but at the same time, it's, it's detrimental to, to overexert yourself and, and to overextend yourself and give too much of yourself. And so I have actually had to say like no to some things, which got a lot easier after coming out to my dad. Like, you know, he was kind of the, the obstacle in my, in my psychology, you know, like, uh, you know, he was the one person that I couldn't stand up to. And once I kind of like came out to him and sort of stood up to him in a way, um, it, it, it like broke all of this other, um, emotional baggage that kept me from saying no to people. And like, you know, sometimes being concerned about my needs, like, I, I'm already overwhelmed and I'm not getting sleep and, and, and this, that, and the other thing. I have to say no to this, <laughs> you know? So it's it's hard to do that, but I've I've started working on that. Well, right. Byron, if if I may say, do do we still have time? I just wanted to comment on what Byron said because Byron and I have been okay, Byron and I have been, you know, like I mentioned earlier, uh we solidified a, a friendship and, and, and we talk mm-hmm about so many things about geekiness and about um lgbtq music anthems and about technology and about pride connection and acb yeah. <laughs> everything but uh i never realized until right now byron that uh that we have so much in common i i i have those same i've i've grown with very similar uh upbringing in terms of non-confrontation mm-hmm. and uh that also has has you know pushed me into uh and i'm not gonna say pushed me because i i I, i've learned that you know there is the power of choice and we choose um but i i i I chose in to 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 adopt that way of being and uh, and also to not have clear boundaries and that's what Mm -hmm. uh that's what takes you to not being able to say no because yeah. you cannot say no because you don't have boundaries. Yeah. So so I I I would definitely like to have some more conversations. Apparently Sunday edition has proven to be some sort of of, of epiphany <laughs> for you, Byron. Oh yeah, totally. Sort of power of of you coming out and coming to terms in so many ways. Um Yeah. I I for those of you who don't know, I, I did put a pause due to other commitments I did put a pause on on my uh, life coaching certification I'm more than halfway through 
but 2021 is the year for me to complete my, you know, to become yeah. an internationally certified life coach. And that was one of the things that I learned, you know, boundaries and uh, learning how to say no and the power of choice, Byron. That's, 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 if, if anything, if, if you and uh, everyone else listening want to take something from me today, I would give you the advice of, you know, remember that we always have the power of choice and, and we're not helpless. We decide. Yeah. And uh, what we live is typically, and I say typically because there's always exceptions to the rule, but typically what we live is a consequence of our own choices and decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Byron, can you take a quick look and see if we have any hands? Well, I have a bit of a weird issue with my Zoom where I seem to have gotten it into a like a small window. So I'm right. I'm not able to I don't know what I did, but I, I minimized Zoom to get it out of my way and now it's like, ooh, it's messed up. If, so if, if, if anyone is there, you can unmute yourself and say hello. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, just interrupt me if you are there and you want to unmute. In the meantime, I put in the show promo for those of you who read it, um, a quote that I've absolutely always loved. Um, and it's better to light one small candle than to curse the darkness. And that's why I wanted to do the show. I wanted to close out 2020 on, on a bright spot rather than, you know, a, a um, rehashing of why the year was so dark or how the year could have been or what should have been, et cetera, et cetera. We have a new president coming in. We have a new year. We have a new, you know, a renewed sense of energy within our community, at least. Gabriel, I love the words that you said about leveling the playing field and the world being able to see for so many different situations, instances, what it's like, you know, for those of us that are disabled, whether it be vision, you know, impairment or physical disability or even impairments that that may hinder a person from being able to go through the world, um, you know, without obstacles or with very few obstacles. The world saw it, it through their own eyes what it's like to to be isolated to be lonely, to to not be able to do the things, to not be able to go out and shop, to not be able to, to get what you need, your basic needs covered because there's this horribly scary pandemic out there. In and it it might mirrored and monitored what you know what we go through on a daily basis sometimes. Um, so I really wanted to do this show to to end with some bright spots. My my dad, who I've talked about pretty darn often on this show and probably will for the lifetime of this show and definitely for my lifetime, one of, the, one of his favorite things to tell us when, when we were growing up was persons, places, and situations can invite you to feel any which way you choose to accept or decline those invitations. You know, and when I was a kid, I didn't really, um, you know, I didn't really want to let that permeate into me. I, it, it, it's one of those sayings that doesn't really mean anything, or that's what people say when, you know, when, when there's a, a hard situation to go through. But again, in this, and I realized way before the pandemic how, how valuable those words were. But again, this year, I really realized places, 
people, situations, they put, they, they lead you into a place where you have a choice to make. You know, I, I had a conversation with my sister not long ago about that, about that very, um, you know, about that saying itself. And she's like, well, you know, you can't choose not to feel grief or you can't choose not to be lonely. And, and I had to think about it for a moment or two before I answered her back, because how do you, how do you answer that back? You, you can't choose not to be upset. You can't choose not to be, not to feel grief. Um, as you said before, Byron, being from New York, I lost a few people that I was relatively close to, to the pandemic. And I was numb because it just, there was so much coming at me. And the answer that I came up with is, I, I, I feel like a universal truth. No, you can't choose not to feel grief. You can't choose not to be hurt or or even happy. You know, it's the choice is not the feeling itself. The choice is what to do with it. And as as dark as 2020, as as dark as the year 2020 has been, I'm gonna choose all these bright spots. I'm gonna take these bright spots with me into 2021. So that no matter where I end up, no matter how I end up, I will have the strength and the choice to use that strength and the choice to take what I learned this year and apply that to the next year and the year after and the year after. And so I wanted to do this show so that there's a standing, a standing record, a podcast to go back to um, for myself, for the people that I love and care about, which includes all of ACB. And um, that's Sunday edition this week. I'll ask one more time if anybody out there wants to share any thoughts. If you're here and you want to unmute, please do so. You know, Anthony, um, I think sometimes you need the dark in order to see the light more clearly. Absolutely. Somebody else wise, I can't remember who it was, said, you don't know how to experience happiness if you have never experienced sadness. And it's the same thing. You don't know how to appreciate the light if you've never felt the dark. Yep. Good point, that. Byron. Yeah. Well, all right. Since there is nobody else who wants to share today, I'm just going to give a quick, um, uh, a quick little commercial, I guess you could say, for Sunday edition coming up in January. We're going to do some shows on parenting. We're going to open up that conversation that I had started with Tyson a couple of weeks ago here about um, losing your sight suddenly and, um, you know, midlife or later on in life after having had sight for a while. Um, we will be, of course, highlighting more of the conventions and talking about the virtual convention national, you know, the national virtual convention. And I will, of course, continue to bring great interviews with great people in ACB who are doing great things. Again, Debbie, Jason, Jeff, Eric, Dan, all of the staff, all of the board, all of my friends, everyone in ACB, thank you so much for giving me bright spots for 2020. And hopefully you all feel that uh, because of our community, you've had some bright spots too. This has been Sunday Edition. I will be back next Sunday with another great show. Have an amazing Hanukkah to all of my Jewish friends and happy holidays, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. I'll be back next week with another great show. You've been listening to 
Sunday edition with Anthony on ACB Radio Mainstream. For more information, questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, etc., please email celebration AC. That's the word celebration with the letters AC at AOL.com. Look forward to hearing from you and let's brunch again next Sunday.